Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... A peaceful morning in the Delambia Vale was interrupted by the dreadful blare of a war horn. Orc ambush! The caravan suddenly erupted into chaos as a tribe of raiding orcs burst from the trees. Panicking civilians hid beneath the wagons as Sir Ken and Sir Jeff rallied the soldiers to protect them. Quickly, our party readied themselves to face the charging wave of orcs. But as it crashed against the caravan, it became abundantly clear that any hope of survival hinged on our band of heroes. Though many soldiers fell, the citizens remained safe as our heroes dispatched orc after bloodthirsty orc. It seemed like the caravan would be saved. But then... Another tribe of orcs began charging in from the east. Initiative rolls were shanked. Serious tingles were felt. Fearful citizens were shushed. Skivvies were crapped. Surrounded by orcs, the situation quickly grew dire as the next-to-worthless soldiers fell one by one before the rampaging horde, making the terrified citizens Easy prey. As our heroes turned their attention to save the common folk, more orcs charged forth. And this group was accompanied by an ogre. Not just any ogre, Sezibull's ogre. Will our heroes be able to defeat the ceaseless onslaught of orc scum? What is a Kobayashi Maru? No one explained that. Why would anyone... Want to make orcs stew? Eh. When will the green flame splash be available at the Justice Pride? Because I kind of want one. But who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. All right. Uh, Esmir rains down her magic and takes down three orcs. But 13 orcs continue to wreak havoc upon the caravan. When suddenly, around the middle of the caravan, the western tree line begins to move again. And bursting out are six more orcs and a huge, gruesome ogre. Oh, man. I'll be like, Cullen, is that your ogre? <laughs> Hopefully that's me ogre. And Colin, you recognize that ogre. <laughs> that's what it's I said. Sezibull's ogre from Harpshield Castle. That's me ogre. <laughs> what are you going to do? Man. Oh, ogre. You could have been me friend. Now you'll be me victim. <laughs> um, I am in a pickle because... Gorimal 5 is dragging off a captive, if I'm not mistaken. Gorimal 5 is dragging off a civilian, yes. Ah, gotta save the civilian. Okay, so he's 50 feet away. If, not, if I'm not mistaken, the spear thrown has a 50-foot range. Yes, anything past 50 feet will be at disadvantage. Okay, so 50 is where it starts. So 50 is right at range, right in range. Correct, yep. So I'm going to chuck it towards um, him. Nailed 25. Him. I needed that. Nice. I needed that so much. Damn. Almost the maximum. Wow. 16 points of damage. Children. He's dying. Nice. The spear goes, com uh, goes completely through it, and then it flies out and back to your hand. With his heart beating on the end. On the end of it. <laughs> and then I shake it off. <laughs> and that civilian is now free from that orc, but she doesn't know which way to run because there are orcs all around her. Hide under the bush. Well, 
<laughs> if I leave now and try and help any more civilians, which is my plan, my plan is foiled because if I leave now, this uh, ogre is going to slam into the line and Jake's going to be almost alone. And there's human guard 14 standing there. We all know the human guards are worth almost nothing. Yeah, they so, die easy. Is that what you're going to tell their families? <laughs> when you show up at the door? Yeah. We're so sorry to inform you that your next to worthless son has passed away. But don't worry, we buried him. <laughs> I am going to, can I, if I move here, attack, uh, if I step to the southwest uh, five um, feet, can I get to Jagged Scythe 11? Yes, you can. Okay, so I'm going to... Um, I'm going to use the spear as a one-handed weapon. Okay. And I'm going to take a swing at him with my battle axe at disadvantage. All right, the spear hit. 16 is a hit. Ooh, almost a barely, plus eight. Wow. Dying. That killed him. So, wow. Nice. Who gets the uh, nice. my second action um, or my bonus action will be as the battle axe with, um, what do you call it? disadvantage. So I can move five more feet in. And go after 13. Let's do that. All right, you hit. They were both 18s. <laughs> it rolled for disadvantage. Oh, yeah. it was disadvantage. Oh, wow, that's a yeah. great disadvantage roll. Yeah. <laughs> it rolled two <laughs> 18s. <laughs> oh, my God, that's crazy. All right, I didn't expect to hit. But the vicious battle axe comes swinging down. Arr! Now kill him. Some damage. Dying. Kill I him. killed that guy, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, three people. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Uh, yes, Cullen, uh, amidst the chaos, threw the spear right through an orc, saved a civilian. Then he ran towards another as the spear, you know, flew back into his hand. And he stuck it into another orc, taking it down. And then he spun around with his axe and cut down a third orc. Cool. It was awesome. Sorry, Jake. I tried to get here as quick as I could. <laughs> you did very well. I was surrounded. I mean, you took out two guys that were on me out of three. Thank you, Cullen. <laughs> Twas my pleasure. Killing orcs is kind of my jam. It's kind of what you do. It's your bag, you see. <laughs> it's your bag. It's what you do. But there are still orcs everywhere. And uh, Gory Maul 6 here grabs another civilian and starts dragging him towards the tree line. <laughs> Sir Jeff is out there all by himself. Fucker. Sir Jeff Imagine needs to get him. Try. He also needs to help guard 22 and guard 16, who are not worthless and deserve <laughs> all of our sympathies <laughs> and support. Sir Jeff, after the gory mob. And back at the front of the caravan, Kelson uh, scans the chaotic battle. And he also sees the civilians being dragged off. And he aims his bow at Gory Mall 6 there, and he fires. Bye-bye, Gory Mall 6. And hits. It was not nice to know you. And the arrow goes right through its skull, and it falls, releasing the captive. Nice. Bye-bye. All right, Jake, you were surrounded by three orcs when suddenly two of them fall, and then Cullen appears by your side. And you also see that familiar ogre charging the western flank. What do you do? Yes, I noticed that big, ugly bugger. So, um, first thing I need to do is take Jagged Scythe Man out in front of me. So, I am going to cast Sacred Flame onto Jagged Scythe 12. Oh, and he succeeded. What size is your jacket? Size 12. <laughs> jacket size 12. Jacket size 12. <laughs> I, you know, I wear like a jacket size 12. <laughs> so my book, though, can fly 20 feet, right? Yes. So that's going to loop around the edge of the wagon, and it's going to come flinging around right between Cullen and my heads, and it's going to sock a uh, size 12 jacket <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> Take that, you orc bugger. 18 hits. And it hits. And it does. Ooh! Oh. Kills him with 12 yeah. points, 11 points of damage. Nice. All right, so with that orc down, you are free to move about the cabin. <laughs> yes, so what I would like to do, so my book already moved 15 feet, so it can only move five more, correct? Correct. All right. So um, 
even though that I'm kind of a, I look up over the thing, over the um, carriage or the cart, mm -hmm. and I see uh, six orcs back in the woods with this gigantic um, Lutha, the chained ogre, and I kind of shiver in my boots. My even my my uh, cloak bellows a little bit, mm -hmm. and um, I'm gonna come right up onto orc fifteen. Okay. And Orc 15 there is pulling out a civilian from under that wagon. Oh. Hello there, Orc 15. What do you think you are doing? My job is an orc. Drop him. That's what I do. Drag people away. <laughs> <laughs> you are fired. All right. Bastard. Elric, you are up here on the uh, north end here near Kelsen. Uh -huh. And you also see that familiar ogre charging the western flank with six more orcs. But... There are also two orcs right here near you. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm going to go after Jagged Scythe number two uh, with my glaive. Hit, a 12 <laughs> hits with plus six is an 18. All right. So that hits. Nice. So, damage. Oh, maximum damage. Oh. Wipes him out, maximum yeah, damage, 10 plus three. All right, you cut him down. All right, so that's cool. Cut him down, so I'm going to unselect him. I'll select Jagged Scythe number five, and just step over here. Give him a glaive. Hits with a 19. Oh, that's good. Plus six, which is a 25. Wow. And then the damage. Ooh, but I still kill him. He must have been wounded already. Yeah, six damage kills him. Oh, sweet. All right. All right. <clears throat> so I have moved five feet. Uh, so you can move 25 more feet, five squares. Five more squares I can move? Okay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I shall leisurely. <laughs> but not too quickly. Way. Follow me, man. <laughs> Are you like you're like whistling the Andy Griffith theme, yeah. theme song? <laughs> As you slaughter guys. Casually slaughter guys. <laughs> casually. I'm casually. I'm, I'm, He's not even enraged. <laughs> He's in casual. I'm not even enraged. I turn over at the Ezra. What's up? You know. All right. So Jake. Uh, Runs up to Jagged Scythe 15 there, starts grilling it, asking it all kinds of personal questions. <laughs> all kinds of personal questions. Show me your license. What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> and the orc, it drops the civilian, and it swings its battle axe at Jake. And he misses. Ah, and it misses with a 12. Cool. Jagged Scythe 16 also reaches under a wagon and starts dragging someone out. Stupid Jagged Jacket and 18 is going to attack guard 16. Come on, 16. Hold the line, buddy. And another guard goes down. Oh, God. Don't worry, we'll bury you. <laughs> Jagged Scythe 19, uh, it is no longer concerned about puny human guards, and it just grabs a civilian and begins dragging it towards the woods. But the human guard is ready, and it gets an opportunity attack. Oh. And he wounds the orc. But the orc, it doesn't care. It just keeps dragging its captive. That's not nice. But uh, Jagged Scythe 20 here, it goes after a wounded guard. And guard 22 goes down. Mm. Oh, I didn't have high hopes for 22. Oh, I could tell that to his mom, too. <laughs> You're going to be in charge of letting everybody's parents know. I know you could agree with me when I say we didn't have high hopes for it. Yeah. I know it's a bit of comfort to you now to know that your son was a loser combat. <laughs> and Sir Jeff, who was uh, desperately running to the back of the caravan to save his men, and he just watches them all just get cut down. And he becomes, he becomes filled with rage. And as he's running, he leaps up onto a wagon, and then he leaps off down onto an orc. Nice. And his sword swings down onto it. And then when he lands, he spins around, slices it again, and takes the orc out. Sir Jeff. Nice. All right, go, Sir Good job, Jeff. Sir Jeff. Now, Sir Ken, he sees the charging ogre and the, with the orcs, and, uh, and he also sees that the western flank is unguarded. So he runs over to the western side, holds out his glaive, and prepares for the rushing onslaught. Oh, no, he's on his own. Go get him, Ken Ken. Go get him. 
then five guards run up and take a stance right next to Sir Ken. We're with you, Sir Ken. We're ready to die. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, human guard 14, uh, he continues to stick with Jake. And he runs up there, he runs up to Jake. I'm here, Sir Jake. And as he does so, he jabs an orc next to Jake and puts it into heavy. I won't be called worthless. <laughs> no, you're still alive. <laughs> we only call you worthless when you're dead. We won't call you worthless. We'll call you human guard number 14. <laughs> it's more personal. I call him Petey. <laughs> Petey. All right. The southern end of the caravan has been decimated. You see three civilians being dragged off towards the tree line. And you see Sir Jeff all alone down there, watching his men bleed out along the road. All while Sir Ken and five soldiers face off against a charging ogre and six orcs. What's Ray Ray gonna do? Okay, so where shall he go? What shall he do? He will fly towards the orcs and the ogre. All right, Ray Ray streaks towards the charging ogre. Now, what's Asilius gonna do? He's gonna go right next to Ray Ray. All right, nice. The familiars Ooh. are flying right into the fray, right towards that charging ogre. <laughs> You're gonna have to get to our birds, dummies. They, they look like they almost would fit perfectly into Luther's mouth. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Esmir, you are standing atop a wagon there, and you see Sir Ken and five soldiers with their with their spears out, waiting for the charging ogre and orcs, seconds from impact. What do you do? Um, so Esmir is very happy. We're kicking some ass, guys. We just got a couple guys left. Just hold the line. She's gonna yell that out. And then she's going to cast her mouths, her M and M and M. That's what she's gonna call it. M and M and M. M and M and Ms. Yeah, M and M and Ms. The mouths, minute meteors. She's gonna cast it. And then she's going to, as a bonus action, fire two of them off. From downtown, <laughs> she's gonna, she's going to target Gory Mall number seven. Oh, down to the south there. There's no way these civilians are gonna get saved if these guys are holding the line up here. Yeah. So, and who's down here all by himself? So I'm going to... Jeff. Boom. Skadoosh. <laughs> oh, he makes the dexterity saving throw. That son of a bitch. <sighs> still roll damage. Oh, right, because he still gets damage. Okay, skadoosh. And that puts him into critical. Critical. Pretty critical. Good roll. Ten points. Okay. okay. Very good. And it took five of that. Yeah. And then I'm going to shoot the other one at him, too. Bada bang. Ooh, it mm, saves again. It again. It's just dodging your meteors. But maybe you could do it again. Skadoosh. Killed it. Killed him. Nice. Killed cool. Him. Four points. Took him out. All right. And that was the last Gory Mall. We wiped out the whole clan. Bye-bye, Gory Malls. And well did you deserve it, too. <laughs> I hate going to the Gory Mall. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. <laughs> All of the cloaks are ruined already. <laughs> it's just ruined. Now the ogre charges forward. Uh oh. Oh boy. Did he just go right past the birds? Yes, it did. Doesn't doesn't Asilius get like an opportunity attack on him? <laughs> no. Come on, DM. Why are you so stingy? And the ogre? It charges right towards Sir Ken. No. No. Not Sir Ken. And it swings down a huge no. club, like a looks like a tree trunk, right down onto Sir Ken. But Sir Ken is worthy. Couldn't he go after the worthless human guard eight? If he's worthy, he'll survive. And the ogre misses. And he misses. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sir Ken dodges the tree trunk. Nice. And the accompanying orcs charge in, and they slam into the soldiers around Sir Ken. And they cut two of the soldiers down. Ah. Two of the orcs break off towards the wagons, 
One of them reaches underneath and starts going after the civilians. The other uh, jumps onto the wagon and then leaps off, bringing its great axe wow. down onto Cullen. And it hits with a 23. Ooh, can I parry that? <laughs> yep, let me roll the damage first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does 12 points of damage. Oh my god. Let's do a little parry action. 1d8 plus 2. Six points. Six points. All right. You cut it in half. Half the damage. All right. So, Cullen, this orc uh, just leapt off of this wagon. It came out of nowhere. You turned and you you parried at the last second, but the heavy axe still sliced you good. What are you going to do now? I'm going to do take a stab at orc one with my spear. Give him the hokey pokey. 23. 23 hits. Nice. And we will do 1d6 damage. Seven points. Seven damage. Moderately nice. damaged. So let's see what he thinks about this vicious battle axe. At disadvantage. Yes, thanks for reminding me. 16 hits. Nice. Nice. It's nice. still vicious. Heavy. He's still not dead. Oh. Hit. Oh, well. Kick him in the nuts. final attack. Oh. Still, he's in heavy. I mean, that's pretty good for your two swings. Yeah, I'm going to give him uh, another stab with the spear. Pokey pokey. 17 hits. He's going to go down. No. Oh. One point of damage. Ah, it's still alive. <laughs> oh, one. Son of a biscuit. But you still got six points plus five. I mean, you that's like pretty etched your initials in his arm. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and dotted in the eye. C.M. <laughs> yeah, I'm just carving my name in him. He did it with his spear, though. Did it with your poke. spear. And back up front, Kelson aims his bow. Kelson, did you see the ogre over here? Yes, I see it, Esmir. It's hard to miss. Well, shoot it! <laughs> <laughs> we must save the civilians. And he aims his bow at uh, 16, who is almost to the tree line with a civilian. And he fires. And the orc falls, freeing the civilian. Jagged Scythe 16 goes down. Oh, man. That was my plan. So I see an arrow fly in and takes out my target. Well, okay. Shift my priorities. Okay, Jake. Uh, Kelson took down your target, but uh, you still have an orc right in front of you. And your new soldier pal there looks critically wounded. What are you going to do? So, I, out of curiosity, can I do my bonus action before my action? Yes. I can. Okay. Uh -huh. So then for my bonus action, I'm taking my book and I'm moving it 20 onto Jagged Scythe 15 that's right in front of my face. And I'm going to try to nail him in the head with the... The good book. With the good book of Agma. I'll drop it on you. Don't look now. <laughs> Yes. Natural 20. A nat Whoa. 20. That's a real page turner. <laughs> that is. I do believe you will die now. Dying. Oh, yes. The yep. end. Ex nice. Exceeded hit points by eight. Disintegrated your skull. Just chomped him in half. That was too much learning for you, apparently. Now, uh, so for my action... I'm going to shoot a Guiding Bolt uh, at uh, first level, second level, first level, at Orc 19. And it flies and it hits with an 18, Ooh, nice. doing 4d6 and killing him. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Exceeds by four. Nice. So that orc was also dragging away a civilian when a bolt of radiant energy just ripped right through it, and another civilian is freed from orc clutches. We're saving the civilians one by one. Sir Jeff's all alone down there now. He's like, oh, what, what? Why did what? I even show up? Jeff, this way, boy. <laughs> all right. We go back up to the front of the caravan and Elric. Okay. So, Elric, you see the southern half seems to be clear, but the western side is again being besieged by more orcs and an ogre. What are you going to do? I've got an idea. Oh, and yeah. My idea is... I like Elric's ideas. I go 5, 10, 15, 20 to there. As I'm trotting over there, <laughs> I am... Trotting? I am uh, trotting. Because it's only 20 feet away. He's loping along... 
As I lope along, my eyes meeting the gaze of the orcs, I mutter, Clockworkius Amuleto. Target number six. Okay, cool. So that gives you a 10 on the die. Are you attacking with your glaive? Can I attack with green flame? Just I know I can only attack once with green flame, but my intention is to cast green flame. Yeah, so that gives you a 16, and that hits. Okay, so it hits. Yep, so just roll damage. Drop damage on him. Damn. Whoa, nice. 20 points. Holy cow. Puts him into critical. Oh, man, these guys have more juice than the... Uh... Jagged. Yes, these new orcs look tougher than the others, ah. and you can see that they're uh, more bejeweled with trophies on their armor. More bejeweled. They smell more. They are controlling an ogre, so I would imagine that would and be the sp- case. The splash damage, green flame splash goes on orc number two. Oh, oh four boy. points of splash damage. Oh well, I thought I was going to help out human guard number six. Well, every little bit helps. Yep, these guys are tougher. Riddling them down. But oh well. So these guys, what kind of armor do the guards have anyway? Leather or chain? Uh, the guards have uh, chain. They have these chain. guys, okay. they have crepe paper. <laughs> they have crepe paper. Papier mache. They made out of paper mache. <laughs> all right, now we go back down to Sir Jeff, who is all alone. He tried his darndest to get down here to help, uh, but didn't make it in time. So he is going to do a U-turn and run back north. And he is going to uh, put himself between this wagon and these two oncoming orcs. He holds up his shield and he brandishes his long sword. He's like, come on, you ugly bastards. (laughs) Bring it. And Sir Ken is going to attack the ogre. Do it, Ken. Ken. And he swings his glaive. And he hits with a 16. Ken, Ken. <laughs> doing eight points of damage. And with multi-attack, he swings again. Ah, but he misses with an eight. Oh. All right, two guards are going to help Sir Ken and try to poke the ogre. Poke the ogre. going to poke the ogre. See if candy comes out. One misses, but the other hits and does three points of damage and just pisses it off. <laughs> now, the guard uh, that was helping Jake... That's Petey. Petey, all right, Petey, uh, runs over to help Sir Jeff. I'm here, Sir Jeff. Barely, but I'm here. <laughs> and then guard number six here is going to go after the orc that Elric put into critical. That's smart. And finishes it off. Yeah, there finally. You, you proved your quality. Nice. You won't live through the next round, but you proved your quality. We'll put a little cross when we bury you there. It's so sad that we have total, just utter disregard for the guards. (laughs) We love them all. No, we do. It's just they were not good at their job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now it's the familiar's turns. Okay. Ray Ray is there, and he is going to... He's just going to go straight over here and bug the ogre. Peck at his ear. Okay. Well, that will give Ken advantage. Yes. Yes. And guard 12. That is the plan. Nice. And what's Asilius going to do? It'll, okay, Asilius is going to go right here. And that'll give guard... Will that give guard 8 an advantage? Yes, it will. And now it's your turn, Esmir. What are you going to do? Okay, so... Esmir's going to get fancy, I think, here, people. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, is Lex Lutha... He's lar- Is he a large creature? Yes. Okay, so Esmir is going to try to reduce him, <laughs> which would give him some problems. Okay. It's going to make him easier to kill, and it's going to make him do less damage. Oh wait, I don't have a. I don't have a. Sorry, I don't have a level two spell slot open. Oh. I only have level one. Oh, I have to click off my other level three. Hold on. I just remembered that. Okay. I only have. Yeah. So. I could see if I can tickle his ass and make him laugh a little bit. Let's see. That would be disturbing. Because <laughs> he would fall prone. Creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Oh. And you know that ogres aren't very smart. They're not very smart, the ogre. Hey, ogre, I was going to do some magic on you, but you're too stupid for me and my magic to work. <laughs> so, you know what we'll do instead? I'm just going to shoot you with something. How's that? Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I'm gonna use my firebolt on Lex Lutha. Pew! I hit him. Hit. Now I'm gonna go nice. pew! Ooh. Wow. Oh, there you go. Nice. Wow. 15 points of damage. 15 points Ouchie, of damage. Ouchie, And then, hey, wait, hold on. While I'm at it, I'm going to use my bonus action to shoot my M&M&M &M &M over in his general direction. I'm going to shoot it in the square right in front of Asilius. Okay. So then target the ogre and orc five. Copy. Boink. They failed their saves. Oh, did you guys fail your saves? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, shucks. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. Ooh. Oh, that will do. That put the ogre into heavy. Nice. All right. Oh, did you like that, Lutha? Because I got one more. Here we go. Skadooshy. Oh, did you guys fail again? <laughs> That's too bad. Oh. Skadoosh. <laughs> oh, you put them both into critical. Critical. Oh. Ouchie. Nice. Uh, 11 oh, points nice. to each. I softened them up for you, Ken Ken. Thank you, Esmia. Hey, no problem. And just as he <laughs> says that, the ogre swings its huge club down on Sir Ken. No. And hits with a 21. Oh, he hits. I guess like 1d12 or something. 2d8 plus 4 bludgeoning. Oh, boy. Oh, that's good enough. That's brutal. And that puts Ken into heavy. Oh. oh, no. Wait. Shouldn't Ken get a... It's too late. An opportunity attack? Why? Because he's got a glaive. Yeah, oh, he's not a polar master like... Oh. oh. Sorry, Ken. I was trying to help you Sorry. out, buddy. It's okay. I was going to medicate... take that learning annex class. <laughs> I met a game for Ken. Get that polar mastery. <laughs> Certification. Now, the orc that leapt onto Cullen is going to keep swinging its great axe at him. Oh, it just barely misses with a 16. All right. And then I'm going to do my thing. Okay. My cool thing that I can do. When someone misses me, I can repost ah. and take an opportunity attack. That cool thing I can do. Yeah, I rarely <laughs> use it because people rarely miss. <laughs> People need to miss me more. That'd be nice. All right. So I just miss you. target. He's already targeted. So, well, but it's got to be with disadvantage if I use the axe. Come on. Work for me. 12. Ugh, misses. Oh, well. He missed. Easy come, easy go. Now Orc 2 goes after Elric and swings and hits with a 24. Bastard. Well, I uh, will cast shield as a reaction. <laughs> okay, so that increases your armor class to 22, and it rolled a 24, so the great axe still hits. Ooh, still hits. Burned a spell uh, slot. Oh, well. And it does nine points of damage, putting you into critical. Not in critical. Oof. Three, four, five, six, seven. I got six hit points left. Oh, my God. All right, and with your magical shield still floating around you, Orc 5 rushes at you and swings. And it misses with a 15. Ching. All right, Elric survives the round. <laughs> and now we go to the two orcs charging Sir Jeff. They both close, and the first one swings. Ah, and it misses. It bounces off his shield. Nice. And then the other one attacks. And he blocks that one with his shield as well. Nice. You guys suck, Orc 4 and Orc 3. Well, Jeff just <laughs> saved Guard 14's life. Would we call him Petey? Yeah, Petey. Nice. He's right, a Cullen. hero. Uh, you see soldiers are falling everywhere. Sir Ken and Elric are getting pummeled by this ogre and these tough orcs over here. But there's also one right in your face. What are you going to do? Oh, it's my turn. That's right. All right, so i got to finish this guy and get down there. So I'm going to try stabbing him with the spear. Please, please let it hit. Ten. Uh, ten misses. Okay, I'm going to add some precision to that uh -huh. and uh, see if I can do better. No, <sighs> no. two is not enough. Exactly well, the same. This is sucking balls. All right, <laughs> so um, let's swing at him with the axe with um, disadvantage. Twelve. Another miss. Also oh, misses. Dang. Uh, fuck. I guess it's just... One more stab with the spear and see if I can kill him. Man, this sucks. 
13. Oh, it hit. <laughs> 13. That one just hits. Just barely. Dying. Finally. Uh, killed the it. hokey pokey. I can move, right? I still have movement? Yes. All right. So I'm going to... Um, I'm going to run over here and make sure um, he doesn't get flanked. So 5, 10, jumping over the wagon... Um, that would, would that require athletics? No. Okay, so I run up to the wagon and vault up on top of it and jump off the other side. I do a tuck and roll, you know, <laughs> sort of Shatner style, and then I stand up and I'm standing in front of the orc. And you come up right next to Sir Jeff, and he's like, ah, Sir Cullen, boy, am I glad to see you. Yes, I'm here to help you. I mean... Not to do any disrespect to Guard 14, but I just have a feeling that Petey isn't up to it. Petey's going to peter out. Now back to the front of the caravan and Kelson. Can I yell something to him? Sure. Kelson, save the boy. Which boy? They're all boys to me. I'm 200 years old. Elric. (laughs) Silly. Oh, yes. Okay. Thanks, buddy. And he releases his arrow at the orc in front of Guard 6 and Elric. And it sinks into its back and kills it. Good job. Thanks, Kelsey. Cool. Nice. And he saved Bob. <laughs> All right, Jake, it's your turn. Okay, cool. You see the, the orcs and the ogre are doing some damage. What are you going to do? So I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five, six. That's 30 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm within 30 feet of every person that I care about. First, my book is going to travel along with me 5, 10, 15, 20 feet to here. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to cast a prayer of healing. Agma, please help me. Okay, okay so up to six creatures of my choice that I can see regain hit points equal to 2d8 plus 4. So that'll be nice. That'll be nice. <laughs> and I'm going to cast it as a thir- at a third level which will increase it by 1d8. So it'll be 3d8 plus 4. Oh, cool. Holy macaroni. Okay, so target the people you want to heal first, and then roll the dice. Okay, so I'm going to do Jeff, Cullen, Ken, Elric. Do you have any any missing hit points, Esmir, or no? Are you full health? Yeah. You are? Okay. I think so. I'm gonna go I'm gonna help I'm gonna help a couple of these guards if I can. That's cool, man. Actually don't don't help me. I only down by six. Help guard fourteen. Petey. Give Petey and Bob some juice. Oh, Petey. <laughs> okay. Um and I'll go after uh, so what are we naming guard eight? Um fourteen is Petey. Guard eight I didn't have a name for. Six is Bob. So twelve and eight don't have a name. Okay. Well, we can call them lunch and brunch. And I'm going to, um, since they're right next to the ogre's mouth. <laughs> lunch, brunch, duck, you see. Look at all those points. Wow. 21 points. 21 to Praise be to Ogma. Cool. Ogma loves you, you see. That was great. Thank you. It almost restored you to full. Man, at fifth level, we're pretty badass. We can live long enough. I have 27 hit points now. Good. Cool. That should be helpful. And I'm hoping to bring some of these guards home to their parents, not in a box. All right. Elric, you suddenly feel uh, rejuvenated as Agma's healing radiance washes over you. Okay. But the ogre and its friends next to you are still a threat. What are you going to do? Okay, I'm targeting orc number five. I'm gonna give him the glaive. I hit 17 two. hits. Oh, yes. Goodbye. And eight damage kills it. Goodbye. Then I'm going to step forward into the spot over him, bestriding his dead and bloody corpse. I'm gonna target Luta. He gets a glaive. Oh, hit yes. 14 nice. plus six equals 20 hits. Damage. Ooh, 10 points. 10 points to him. And the ogre is suddenly not looking so good. Oh, man. Okay, glaive bonus action. Yes! 19 hits. Hit. Roll damage. And <laughs> you killed it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you killed it with the butt. Dang. Five now, points. This is like the fifth, ba- this is the fifth boss that 
uh, Elric is taken down. With his butt. With well, we butt. did establish Elric is a boss killer. <laughs> boss killer. The boss killer. That's what we're going to get. We're going to get a t-shirt <laughs> next time we go to the shop. Boss killer. <laughs> and when the ogre falls, you see the two remaining orcs begin to panic. They look at each other like, oh, shit. <laughs> Try running. We'll see what happens. You guys just look stupid now. <laughs> and then Sir Ken and Sir Jeff and the remaining four guards there with them, they surround the orcs, and with a flurry of spears and swords and glaives, they cut the remaining two orcs down. Nice. Oh, yeah. We cleared them out. All right. Two tribes of orcs. Let's go see if we can save some of these guards before they make the last death save. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys and uh, the remaining soldiers and some of the civilians, uh, you guys start to help the unconscious and dying soldiers. So we'll go around in uh, an initiative order and let's see how many you can save. And I'll give you guys uh, each three tries. So Esmir, you're next. What do you want to do? I have a healer's kit people. And what does that do again? Uh, as an action, you can expend one use of the kit to stabilize a creature that has zero hit points without needing it to make a wisdom medicine check. Okay. I got 10 loads. I got 10 of these. Okay. So we'll say you use three of the 10 there to uh, stabilize three dying soldiers. So I'm like, I run over and I, I open up my backpack. And I say, healer's kit. And it comes right up to the top. And I pull it out and I rip it open and I'm like opening stuff with my teeth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, that's how they do it. That's how they do it. It works best if you use your teeth. Yeah, just use my teeth. I'm like holding the, the thing down. There's blood everywhere. I'm like, I got you, Steve. You're good. Half worthless guard. <laughs> All right, next is Cullen. Roll a, a medicine check three times, and let's see if you can stabilize uh, any of these soldiers. Medicine. I don't have any kind of bonuses to medicine, but I'll try. All right, 15. You managed to stabilize a dying soldier. There you go. All right, gosh. roll again. Oh, man. Seven. Oh, that soldier's, that soldier's too far gone. There's no, there's no bringing him back. <laughs> but there's another guy right next to him. Okay. Let's see if we can pull out another miracle. Do what Esmia did. Just bite something open with your teeth. <laughs> oh. Oh. Both were sevens. He was too far gone. There's nothing you could do. Oh, man. His head was missing. His head was missing. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting pressure on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, uh, what can you do to help these poor souls? So can I cast another uh, prayer of healing? Do you have the spell slot? Yeah. All right, pray away. All right, I'm going to do it one more time at level three. So I roll it and 15 points for each one. Nice. So you cast prayer of healing and then suddenly six guards regain consciousness. <gasps> And they sit up, and they're back to full health points. Oh, wow. Welcome back. And the soldiers are, like, touching their wounds, and they're like, what What happened? It's, it's, a, it's a miracle. <laughs> yes, that was Agma. Agma's healing powers, you see. Praise Agma. <laughs> <laughs> and the soldiers and, you know, others around here, you see them, they're, like, nodding their heads, and you hear many say, praise Agma. Yes. yes praise Agma. Yes. Praise Agba! <laughs> all right, Elric, there are still more soldiers bleeding out all around you. Do you want to give it a try? Yeah, um, even though I've got a medicine skill of a uh, modifier of minus one, <laughs> I think I'm going to try it anyway. Might as well. I'll poke him with a stick. <laughs> Wait, can I give him guidance? Sure. All right, I'm going to flick some guidance on you. Okay, cool. You're like, okay, open the bandages. Okay, now put it on the blood. <laughs> First roll. Oh, man. 17. You did good. Right, you stopped the bleeding and stabilized <laughs> it. Pretty good. 17 is pretty good. Second guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, again. 14. You patch up another one. Wow. All right. Third guy. 12. Oh, man. You were much better than me. Nice. You saved all three. Nice. I somehow managed to bind their wounds and whatnot. All right, cool. Excellent. Nice job, guys. You saved 13 of the soldiers that were down. 
Nice. Nice. Four survived the battle, so only five soldiers were lost. Nice. Oh, that's good. Nice. That's great. Cool. Out of just five of, letters to write. Yeah, because that was an onslaught. I mean, that was a massive battle. Yeah. And no civilians were lost. Yeah. yeah. And you guys killed forty-six orcs and an ogre. Wow. Wow. Wow, oh, that's crazy. I pull out my flask of Jake juice and say, "Cheers to the victory!" <laughs> Bravo, Victor. <laughs> and as you're toasting your victory there, you notice Kelson looking over the orc corpses, you know, doing his ranger thing. And then he tells you that he recognizes these tribes. These are Jagged Scythe and Gory Malls. Both tribes are from the Forlorn Hills. Mm. Strange they would be this far south. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's those, those red wizards riling them up and getting them to do this. You know, well, they didn't think of it on their own. How far are we from Harpshield Castle? It's about five to ten miles north of here. Okay, well, uh, I would like to inform him, if you did not know, but uh, we ran into one of these tribes at the ruins of Harpshield Castle. Yes, the Fang Moon Clan. You probably told him about it when you had dinner at Sir Estival's with him. And then uh, Kelson tells you uh, that that tribe, the Fanged Moon Clan, that they are also from the Forlorn Hills. But that's where they're from. Yes. And Kelson says, the Red Wizards must have made them quite an offer for them to venture so far from their territory. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. See where that got him. And when he says that, that reminds you of the map that you found at Harpshield. Right. New territory. The new territory, right. And Kelson says, well, they won't be needing any new territory now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch as he uh, pulls an engraved stone out of his pouch and he brings it up to his mouth and he begins talking into the stone. Darfin, caravan come under attack by orcs. Sustained losses, many wounded, sending dead and wagon back to Daggerford, continuing to Jolkin, send reinforcements. And then he puts the stone back into the pouch. Huh, oh cool, interesting. Oh, that's cool, that's like some sort of rock you can talk into while you're walking. <laughs> it's called a sending stone. Uh, sending stone, not I a- I was gonna call it a talky rocky, but uh, that works better. Yes, they come in pairs, and Darfin has the matching stone. Oh, very cool. Oh, oh maybe the Rocky Talkie would work better. Yeah. <laughs> that's like cool, it. Kels. Uh, that's really cool. That's cool, yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions about that later. No worry, have more time. All right, so the caravan, you know, pulls itself back together again. You see a, a soldier and a civilian. Uh, they commandeer a wagon, and they put the dead guards in there, and they head out while the seriously wounded soldiers, uh, they pile into a wagon that was, uh, you know, once for civilians, and now the civilians are walking alongside now on foot. And Kelson takes the lead and signals for the caravan to move. And you guys and the caravan slowly move past and around what was once the Jagged Scythes and the Gory Malls. Did we get any cash money off the dead guys? Loot. Loot, yeah, sure. Let's say that you scraped up 50 gold from all the orc corpses. I'm going to take my share and put it in the alms box. I take my share and put it in the alms box. These people will need some help when they get to Jokin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just well, that money can I'll go. Well, Jake I'm going to give well. mine. Can I spread mine out? No, I'll put mine in there, too, so that it could go to the people. Yeah, just put them all in your own box. Okay. I, I can assure you all that all donations from the alms, everybody will know, Every anybody receiving it will know that it's from all of us. It's not It's not from uh, Jake okay. alone. Cool. To me, it is more about the act of giving than it is about receiving the notoriety of the gift. Or the purchasing of more Jake juice. Well, okay. So I reach into my pocket and I pull out the two that I pull for. <laughs> and so 
we leave our party victorious once again. I knew they could do it. After decimating two orc tribes, along with their pet ogre, our heroes kept their cool, and through skill, luck, and the divine power of Agma, they managed to revive most of the next to worthless soldiers. But what else lies in wait for the now beleaguered caravan? Is there really a place called the Gory Mall that sells ruined cloaks? Who is Andy Griffith? And why does he have a theme song? And what is a jacket size 12? And what does it have to do with looks? Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Rome Radio. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so uh, so I think that encounter went pretty well. Uh, nothing like taking out 40-plus orcs to make your players feel like badass heroes, right? And I enjoyed how they were acting like heroes, too. How they focused their actions on saving the civilians and how they were interacting with the soldiers and Sir Ken and Sir Jeff. It was all very exciting and cinematic, I think. I think it worked out pretty well. And the players had a lot of fun too. They talked about it for quite some time after we finished. And I ended up uh, putting some of that as bonus content on our Patreon page. And if you'd like to listen to content like that, uh, content that, you know, doesn't make it into the edit, uh, or if you'd like to try out some of our crazy drink recipes, or get into a raffle to win a mini of one of our heroes, please consider becoming a patron and help support the show. We would really appreciate it. And speaking of appreciation, I want to give a big thanks to Kari for becoming a patron. We appreciate that, Kari, and we really appreciate the feedback you've given. Uh, it's been really great. Thank you. And you know what else is great? Being on a list of the top D&D podcasts to follow in 2021. That's right. We're on it. It's a list put together by Feedspot. There's a bunch of great D&D podcasts on there, and I put the link to it in our show notes. So check it out. And please check out Sirenscape.com, where I get all the amazing sound effects and music, and see how you can take your tabletop game to the next level. And the game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, and our adventure is taking place in the Scourge of the Sword Coast module by Wizards of the Coast. Check them out at dnd.wizards.com. All right, thanks again, everybody, for listening, and tune in next time when Jake gets quite jealous of hunky Kelson Darktreader. <laughs>